Roadmen, today I want to talk about something that haunts almost every one of us. Procrastination and how to overcome it. Let's cue that intro. The big question is this. How do we use cycling as a tool to improve our health, our happiness and our longevity? That is the question and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Anthony Walsh and welcome to the Roadman Podcast. Roadman, welcome back to another Roadman Cycling Podcast. Today I want to talk to you about the topic of procrastination. Actually, you know what, maybe I'll leave it till later on. <laughs> that was just such a bad procrastination joke. Uh, Roadman, as you know, if you're a regular listener, this podcast comes out every single day and you probably assume that I'm this super organized, and from a big part I am, this super organized action taker. But honestly, I struggle with procrastination at times exactly the same way you do. So today I want to talk about three very tangible strategies to defeat this old enemy. Before I jump into that, let me give you a gentle slash not so gentle prod to head on over to patreon.com forward slash Anthony underscore Walsh. Guys, I'm going to keep beating the Patreon drum because I've been here before. I've mentioned in the past the A1 show we used to have. We had hundreds of thousands of viewers every month on the A1 show. And it seemed like it was going to be around forever. And it wasn't around forever because we failed to monetize it. We failed to make it sustainable. And so when the new shiny object came along, it invariably undermined and derailed the A1 show, never to be resurrected. So I just don't want the same to happen with this podcast. I want it to reach that level of financial sustainability as early as possible. So I can guarantee that I'm going to keep bringing you these amazing guests and I'm keep hitting the research hard and bringing you these cool topics that I know make such a difference to me when I'm researching the topics and hopefully such a difference to you when you're listening to them. So the link is in the bio for that. If you've already subscribed in Patreon, please pass it on. Encourage friends that listen to the podcast to subscribe. I know I had one touching message on Instagram where a guy's already subscribed to Patreon and he said he sent it out to his buddies in his cycling club, giving them a gentle prod to subscribe because he knows they all listen. So do the same. Guys, I'm not going to lie. This podcast's on procrastination. It was literally been, it's been hanging over me all day. I record the podcast. Typically, I try and get them out to you guys at 6 a.m. on a Tuesday. So I record it on a Monday. And it's been hanging over me all day. And it initially was meant to be a different topic. But what happened was I went out for a walk because I just couldn't get going with this podcast. I went out for a walk and I just thought about why am I procrastinating? What are the reasons I'm procrastinating? And as I walked with the dog, it became clearer in my head that, you know what, if I'm struggling with procrastinating and right now I'm having this internal dialogue as to why I'm procrastinating and I'm talking in my head about strategies to overcome this, this is something I need to share. This trumps what I was going to do. This trumps the podcast on different cycling sessions because we can do that again. But this podcast, because you could be procrastinating about training right now, you could be procrastinating about a work project, a family project right now, and all of that. Cycling, it's a game where we need to we need to carve out time for cycling and we need to be little time ninjas. We need to figure out slots of time. There's 60 minutes I can try in there. There's two hours I can try in there. Moving around the work, family and social pieces. 
So when you procrastinate in one area, it has bleed over into other areas of your life, meaning we're going to end up skipping training because invariably, if you're meant to do something at home, if you're meant to do something in work, you're going to get an external pressure coming to get that stuff done and cycling will often get squeezed out. So I know for many clients and for me for a long time, that's the case and stuff like this podcast bleeds over for me. So you're going to have, when you're procrastinating like me today, you're going to have this list so i had my main thing to get done today was a podcast and so when i look at my to-do list my to-do list was record a podcast now i know when i've been in a pinch when i've been traveling away or i've had some family stuff come up that i've batched a bunch of podcasts in one day i've recorded four or five episodes in the past in a single day so i know that i am more than capable of recording one single episode in one day this isn't a super challenging task for me and that in itself causes a lot of problems which i'm going to get into in a minute but what actually ends up happening is other non-important items jump up the list and make their way onto your to-do list i'll give you an example like today the only thing on my to-do list was to clean or sorry to record this podcast but yet i ended up cleaning my bike i cleaned my bike two days ago and it's been dry every day since i didn't need to clean my bike but now my bike is immaculate. My bookshelf is way more organized than it was this morning. And there was no need for my bookshelf to be organized. I've even added filters into my inbox because I got an email in. And I was like, oh, that's weird. That should have been in my marketing folder. Why is that come straight into my inbox? So I went about recategorizing, relabeling and setting up filters for all my stuff in my inbox. None of this stuff needed to get done. This all got done because I procrastinated on the podcast. So today's podcast, I'm going to give you three strategies for overcoming this procrastination. The biggest and most pressing need to overcome procrastination is it's like a thief. It steals joy from those other moments in your life. I had last week as the guest interview, I had Lawrence Tendam. It's a brilliant episode. If you haven't listened, go back and listen to it. It's class it's one of my favorite guest interviews that i've done but lorenz has this concept of live slow ride fast and the idea with live slow when you're not on the bike that everything becomes quite purposeful and mindful like if you're making a coffee you're not just whacking an espresso you're taking time to appreciate where the beans have come from you're taking time to grind out the coffee you're taking time to appreciate the taste the person who picked the coffee the person who packed it how it got to your table the same with food when you're cooking you're not just bunging stuff in the microwave you're cooking with you know an appreciation of where the food came from and now that it's nourishing you and it's nourishing your family and this whole concept of live slow this can't be achieved with procrastination and the more i thought about this today i had basically an empty day well you know cleaning bikes organizing shelves and inboxes basically an empty day but i did not enjoy it because at the back of my head at every moment I had this nagging voice going, you should be doing the podcast. You should be researching the podcast. You should be starting to take notes for the podcast. You should be recording it. You should be editing it. You should be doing the artwork. You should be figuring out your intro, outro. I could not enjoy one moment of my day because it is nagging voice. And then the harsher critic than nagging voice is like, you're a failure. You know, the, the, podcast, the daily podcast is never going to happen. Like, it's too ambitious. Why don't you roll back to once a week? And you end up having, I almost describe it as like a schizophrenic dialogue of myself. And the only way I can describe this is I've spoken on other podcasts. I have a 
daily cold shower every morning actually i probably have it two or three times a day but every morning i wake up and i have a cold shower and every morning that i go to have a cold shower this voice in my head speaks to me these, these could be the ramblings of a psychotic madman by the way here like maybe you're listening to this and going i don't identify with this at all you're a complete lunatic but i'm putting myself out here and i'm being vulnerable and i'm exposing myself potentially as a psychotic lunatic now i hear i hear cars screeching outside that could be the men in the white coat coming to section me you never hear about people being sectioned anymore but that was a big thing back in the day okay my rant uh, has taken me in a different direction there but this schizophrenic dialogue that I have every morning when I say to myself, okay, cold shower time, I have this other voice, and it goes, nah, you shouldn't have a cold shower today, buddy, don't worry about it today. Look, it's cold outside, you're going, you're doing a long endurance ride, the last thing you need is to be cold, going out into an endurance ride, you could pick up an infection. And then my head goes, no, you're doing a cold shower. And I have this dialogue back and forth, one voice telling me, the, the main voice I should be listening to saying, no, you need to do a cold shower, you do a cold shower every morning, it's time to get into the cold shower. And the other voice giving me these reasons as to why I shouldn't do the cold shower. This same schizophrenic dialogue happens to me around procrastination, where I know I need to record a podcast episode, but somehow this other voice gets control and it's like, huh, maybe you should clean your bike. Yeah, that's important right now, clean your bike. It's not important, but I listen to it. So here's how you defeat the crazy schizophrenic voice in your head. The first way to do it is to understand that at the opposite side of procrastination, after procrastination, what is the polar opposite? It's flow. And we all understand flow, maybe not the actual word flow, but we've all been in flow at times. Flow is the athlete who effortlessly runs the marathon while thinking it's, you know, only took a minute or two of time when in fact it's been hours. It's you know, when you're having a game of snooker and you don't remember anything else, only that game. When you're on the bike and it's the only thing that's important is that climb, your breath. It could be a work project when you've immersed yourself into it and hours take past like minutes. Or when you're at the dinner table with loved ones and you're laughing and you're drinking wine and you're chatting and hours go by and you're like, oh my God, is that the time? I can't believe it. That's flow, this state where nothing else matters. It's a state of pure focus. Flow follows focus. And if you think about, we have this continuum, and on one end of the continuum, we have boredom. And at the other end of the continuum, we have overwhelm. So in order for us to find focus, we need to position ourselves slightly at the overwhelm end of the continuum, but not so overwhelmed or not so difficult a task that we just get completely bombarded and overwhelmed and refuse to do it. So if a task is, to explain this another way, if a task is too easy, if it's too boring, too monotonous, on the left of the continuum, we won't do it because we go, oh, it's too boring, I can't bring myself to do it. If the task is too difficult at the far end of the continuum, we just don't know where to get started and it's too overwhelming to get started. So we need to get tasks that stretch us without boring us, without overwhelm us. They're kind of right in the middle, but slightly to the right of that continuum. If Difficult to explain this in an audio form. I could show this in a really easily in a YouTube video with like a line and another line to the right of center. But we need to frame a challenge in a way where it's not boring and it's not overwhelming because this is going to push us into that flow state because it's going to keep us 
focused. So focus, flow follows focus. The second way that we can overcome this procrastination enemy, as I like to call it, is add things to the to-do list that build urgency. So for me, if I put on my to-do list for today, podcast, and that's my to-do list, which it was for today, now other shit gets put on the list by that schizophrenic voice. And it's like, yeah, clean the shelves, clean your bike, whatever that other crap is. But if I put on my to-do list for today, podcast, and then a bunch of other stuff that I know is important for me to get to that goal, like record a new outro for the podcast, we're starting to push this new eight-week challenge, which is absolutely amazing, by the way. You'll hear at the outro of today's podcast. Outro, research the podcast topic, edit the podcast topic, upload the podcast topic, create the artwork for the podcast topic. All of a sudden, now you're looking at it and going, okay, well, I have four hours or five hours available to get these tasks done. Now, there's four or five hours work in this. And all of a sudden, the task just about or exceeds the a lot of time for it so you have to focus you have to get the head down do you remember that old saying that a task will expand to the amount of time you allocate to that task and this is the reason why sometimes in college you get a project and you leave it till two days before the deadline because in your heart of hearts you know this is a two-day project if i hustle this is a two-day project so you leave it right until the end and the procrastination is all the shit that you put in before it but the problem with that is we don't mindfully back to the live slow we don't mindfully enjoy that stuff because it's not a guilt-free rest period because we're thinking oh we should really start this because what if it's more difficult than i thought so by adding extra things into your to-do list to pack out that sort of you know window of availability that's going to create an urgency which is going to get you take an action like do you remember the saying if you want uh, something done ask a busy man and i first heard of this saying when i was racing full-time in france and i would literally have all day on a rest day to just get my laundry done and it'd be nine o'clock at night on a monday and i still hadn't got my laundry for the week done and i'd be like what the hell i literally had a 30 minute task to accomplish in 12 hours but back to our point one on that continuum it's too far to the left it's too boring it's too easy it's too monotonous so it this actually ticks both point a and point b uh, you see the way i just went from using one point one two and three to abc we're just fluid like that on this show we just keep it fresh so the first point was it's boring and that's why i didn't do it and then secondly it's the to-do list all i had to do on that day was do washing there's no urgency built into that so the the last bit it's just it's breaking tasks down i think is super important so if you take a task like building a website and i just add in build a website that actually goes to the far side of my continuum that's too overwhelming so if you break tasks down into constituent parts where it's like source images for the website, create paragraph for introduction on the website, write headlines for page one of the website, all of a sudden this starts becoming super, super tangible. And now we can go, okay, all these points are kind of building on each other because this point of breaking tasks down into their constituent components when they're too complex 
goes back to that continuum I described in point one, where if something is too hard, if it's too challenging, we just get overwhelmed. But when we break stuff down into parts, we avoid that overwhelm, and it also gives us that urgency. Because now, building a website, I think J.K. Rowling has some cool saying, and it's it's basically, I, I'm going to have to paraphrase this because I don't have it in front of me, but it's the idea that the longest task, the longer... Uh, a task takes longest to accomplish because it has never been started and that's end up that's what ends up happening with this stuff like my podcast ends up becoming this huge task because i just never got it started and when we have a task like build a website that becomes this monumentous task because we don't break it down and because we don't break it down we don't get it started Guys, I went around in circles a lot on this procrastination uh, podcast today, but some of the stuff on it really, really helps me, and I know it helped me today to get this podcast done, and when I went out walking the dog, I was reflecting on this stuff, and it's stuff that I'd previously used before with a lot of success, and I do journal, and I had to just travel back to some of my journals and said, okay, here's a point in my life where I was really procrastinating. Let's have a look at what I was writing. Let's have a look at the steps that I used to overcome procrastination. And it was understanding that continuum from boredom to overwhelm really helped me a lot. And then the idea of urgency, adding extra things into the to-do list and then breaking down the complex tasks. All of that really, really helped me roadman. So I hope it helps you. If you have stuff on the long finger, like subscribing to the Patreon, I'll give you that gentle nudge once more to go and do that. And roadman, enjoy your day and I'll chat to you again tomorrow. Okay, stop what you're doing. It's Anthony again. I want to talk to you for one second about the next step in the Roadman journey. I'm laying down a challenge for you. It's called the eight week challenge. So for eight weeks, I'm challenging you to be the very best version of yourself, whatever that is. For eight weeks, I want to take you under my wing and I want to personally build for you a customized training plan on our analytics platform. This plan is going to be laser focused on your goal and I'm going to navigate around your life, your work, your social commitments, so don't worry about what your circumstances are right now. I remember after I took some time out of cycling and I went off and thought I was Billy Big Businessman, I came back and I realised I wanted to get into cycling, but I knew after a bit, the training alone, it actually wasn't making me any fitter. I needed an entire system, it needed a 360 overhaul. So for the first time ever, I want to share with you this exact system I used to get back in shape. I'm talking stuff like I'm going to give you my morning routines, the cold therapy I use, the cookbooks and recipes I used, and even the motivational audios I listen to to get back on track. So right now, what I want you to do is pause this audio, go to www.roadmancycling.com forward slash eight week, or check out the link in the bio, click that. So one more time, it's roadmancycling.com forward slash eight week. Chat to you all soon.